giant stalker, dragon stalker, crypt stalker, demon stalker, rift stalker, grown stalker, grip stalker, scourge stalker, wind runner. I'm a pony, lead skill hunter. Welcome to episode 240 of the Hunting Party Podcast. I'm Dark Brew from thebrewhall.com and the Brew Hall on Twitter. And I'm Ben Dak from Eyes of the Beast, Blizzard Watch, and Ben Dak Wow on Twitter. All right. Today is Sunday, June the 26th, 2016, and we are broadcasting live on twitch.tv. You can participate in the live chat room where our lovely moderator, Ali Sonder, is there to take your questions. Uh, Delirium is out this week, but we hope to get him back uh, next time. So, <clears throat> But we still have a pretty good show, uh, some good things to talk about uh, today. Uh, no real announcements other than to say that that thanks thanks to you, Bendek. I am finally in the the Legion beta and had a chance to play around with that uh, this past week a little bit here. It was, you know, it's beta. So as you would expect, there were a lot of a uh, few updates that uh, came across and I had a lot of server crashes and just just a hard time getting up and running uh, initially, but uh, was able to tinker around and get through the initial uh Broken Shores event and kind of make my way out to the to the Broken Isles. Got did, did the artifact uh, quest, did my first one of those, and and kind of kind of went from there. So so far so good. I'm I'm enjoying it. Yeah. What did you think of the, the whole Titan Strike thing, going to Alduar and all that? Yeah. See, I liked that. A lot of it initially too just felt very kind of kind of nostalgic too. I mean, I thought I thought there was a. I don't want to give too much away what's going on with 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 the story wise, but. Early on, even with the event, um, the the initial event, I guess that will come with a pre-patch um, with the, the whole Broken Shores scenario, which I don't know that it's made its way to the PTR yet, but it, but it is in, in the beta. But I mean, for Alliance side, you know, you start out in Stormwind, which was kind of fun. And, you know, you were flying a little bit around uh, the Eastern Kingdoms a little bit, you know, making your way to ultimately uh Dalaran and, and just being in Dalaran again and having it be relevant was was a lot of fun to me. I, I kind of like that as a capital city back in uh Wrath of the Lich King. So it was just fun being back back in that city and uh seeing some of the old NPCs there and just seeing players there. I mean it just it's just got a good good feeling just just from being in Dalaran itself. And I don't know if you felt that way at all. Oh yeah, I think it's that might be my favorite capital city ever. So I have no problems with them reusing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same here. And it's you know they've they've changed things a, a little bit, but but for the most part, it's still the, the same old Dalaran, uh, which is nice. And then as you said, that you know I I did choose the Beast Mastery, and I did go with the Titan Strike uh, quest line to to start. And yeah, that was a lot of fun. It was fun going back to Ulduar and 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 and. And even being in uh, just that zone, uh, not just in Ulduar, but uh, in Storm Peaks as well, doing some stuff out there. So, I, you know, I'll be curious to see what the other two uh, quest chains are like. Have you done all three at this point now? Yeah, I, I think the Beastmastery one is my favorite, but, uh, you know, the other ones are all right, too. Yeah. They're, um, the Beastmastery one just feels, I guess it's just more nostalgic. The other ones mm-hmm. are... In new areas, yeah. The one from marksmanship, I mean, from a from just a, a story perspective, from the from the lore there, is the one I'm probably most curious about, just because some of the 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 the, the people that it involves. Um, but like I said, I look forward to doing the the, the beast mastery more so. 
So I do get that out of the way. And I guess maybe we can talk about that. Maybe we'll scroll down here a little bit and talk a little bit about the the, the artifact weapon. Because one of the things that I, I sort of hit me uh, when I first picked the quest up in general, you know, you had to make this choice. Which which one did you want to go for? And realizing that it's completely tied to uh, your specialization. So Beast Mastery, Marksmanship, and of course Survival. So I chose chose Beast Mastery. And, you know, it's it's... This time around, it just feels like it's a much bigger decision than what we've had to make um, in the past, and that we're going to have this weapon throughout the entire expansion, and we'll be upgrading it as we go along. Um, but by the same token, you know, we have three specs to play, and, and from a, usually, you know, mostly from a rating perspective, you know, it just seems that you know rarely do you just stick with one single spec throughout an entire expansion, and if that holds true this time around, you know, we're going to have to not only get a second or third artifact weapon, but we're going to have to keep those uh, updated as well. And I didn't know if you had any concerns about that, uh, you know, maintaining more than one uh, artifact weapon throughout this ex upcoming expansion. Um, yeah, I mean, for me, it's sorry if you hear that in the background, that's rain on the window. But uh, for me, it's just getting like the the artifact power that you have to grind out is like i don't know just i don't see myself maintaining multiple artifacts this expansion just because of the artifact power and the relics so like i'm as a hunter i'm used to having one weapon and it being useful for all three of my specs and now that's no longer the case like you can't even take your relics from the other one and slot them into another one i don't know it's for me personally, it's I'm gonna have to just I think it's gonna be Beast Mastery, but I'm just gonna have to take a long hard look and pick one, I think. Yeah, and that's exactly I think that's a, that's the same boat that, that all the, the hunters are in, you know, my and I'm feeling the same way where I I I'm more comfortable with, with Beast Mastery and, and looking forward to that. And, you know, that's just probably where I'm gonna hang my hat, but uh, they're still doing uh tuning of, of all the specialization so we don't really know i think dps wise um where quite where things stand um you know the folks over at ask mr robot and we'll have them on in an upcoming show um I just need to settle that down but they've they've created a brand new simulation for uh legion and i know they've been starting to i think they've got like at least a a version of it out to, to play around with. And I have not had a chance to, to look at it, but it looks pretty, pretty involved. It looks like it's be pretty good. And that may be just sort of the go-to tool that folks go to, uh, to do your simulations this time around. Um, but have you, have you had a chance to look at their tool at all? Have you played around with it to get a sense of, of where the specs are right now? Um, I played around with it a bit. It looks pretty neat. It's, I mean, it'd be nice to have a replacement for the old female dwarf.com. Um, I really missed that tool and uh, it's cause it was just a lot simpler to just mm -hmm. go on a website rather than dealing with simulation craft. Um, I mean, they both have their uses, but it's so much more convenient. Um, I played around with it a bit. It's, I don't fully understand it all yet, but it looks pretty, pretty powerful. So, um, I've also been playing around with simulation craft that's still in the early stages, it's it's still too early to say what spec is going to like be more DPS, but I mean, and plus a lot of the stuff just isn't implemented yet, like trinkets and set bonuses and all that stuff. Right, right. So I mean, the good news is there will be 
multiple simulation tools to kind of pick from, uh, which I think is great. But like I said before, I think they're they're just getting in, really getting into the tuning phase. I don't expect to see a lot of huge sort of mechanical changes, if you will, uh, to, to hunters at this point. I think they're pretty much that that's pretty much settled. And you know, I think it it's going to come down to how close do these specs. <laughs> Um, parse out dps wise and maybe you know outside of mythic rating it, it won't matter as much but you know i'd love to uh you know talk to roger at some point and get his sense of you know what what is he thinking is he going to be you know trying to maintain one two if not three artifact weapons or what the high-end raiders are going to be planning to do but i think it'll be tough to do and so like you said right now i'm thinking about beast mastery um i'll certainly get the other artifact weapons if if for if for no other reason than just to just to do those quest lines, but yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see because I don't think we've had, we've they've been we've had expansions where the specs have been close, but there's never been but there's always one that just usually comes out slightly ahead, and I don't think we know what it's going to be. And I, I sort of view survival as kind of being it's a real outlier, though. I mean, that's sort of going to be you're either going to like playing if you like playing melee, maybe you'll play it, but I don't see hunters kind of you know, planning on playing that regularly if they don't like melee. I don't I don't think I'll do too much with survival. I don't think so either. I don't think anyone's gonna go, oh survival's doing five percent more DPS, I'm gonna go melee. I just don't see that happening. But I also don't see I think a lot of people this expansion will just they're just gonna there'll be less like flavor of the month spec switching, I guess. Because it's just some so much of an effort to switch to get it depends how big the gap is, of course. Like if there's like a twenty percent gap, you know, God forbid, between Beastmaster oh, and Marksmanship, <laughs> then yeah, people are gonna do it. But if it's just five percent, it's not gonna bother me personally. I'm just gonna be like, I'll just, I'll just, like, so say Marksmanship does five percent better on single target. Well, Beastmastery will still probably do well on like multi-target. So I'd rather just focus on the strengths of the spec that I chose than. Than worry about that now, especially yeah, I think, like just because it's so hard to switch now. Yeah, especially because it's, it's yeah such a switching switching specs, and they've made the talent swapping you know more complicated this time around and, and harder to do. I mean, I've run into that where I've just sort of been out in the field and like ugh, I can't, you know you can't switch talents and it's like you know, it gets frustrating. Yeah, you have to go to a rested area or if mm-hmm. you. If you zone into a dungeon, it lets you do it right at the start of the dungeon. But, you know, that that's going to take some getting used to. It, it, even for me, I know Beast Mastery maybe has changed the, the least out of the specs, but it, it's it's still changed enough that it feels very different uh, to me. I mean, there's there's a lot of it's I'm still not 100 percent used to it. I, you know, but once I play with it some more, in fact, if, if you guys are out there listening and you. You know, if you're not in the beta, I mean, I certainly encourage you to go and download the PTR and try and get on there because it basically has all of the class changes at this point. And, you know, you can try marksmanship, beast mastery and, and survival and start start playing around with that and get, getting used to the changes because, you know, there is a small bit of I think there's I found that there was a bit of a learning curve, again, just for even for beast mastery and getting used to figuring out uh, some of the rotations and things. Yeah, there definitely is. It's um I think the biggest learning curve for me was just learning not to I'm so used to spamming buttons and mm-hmm. you don't do that you don't do that anymore. 
So for me at the start, I just I would keep spamming Cobra Shot and I'd run out of focus. <laughs> and now it's I'd have I just have to realize that I probably shouldn't use you shouldn't really use Cobra Shot unless you're almost capped, really. Like it's kind of you you just have to sit there a lot. Um, if you take certain talents, there's less waiting around, but there's always going to be some. I'm finding that too, and like you said, same same thing. I'm used to a Cobra Shot being a casted ability. But but B just being able to to cast that when I need focus. The you know the other thing that I'm not that I'm taking some getting used to is with bestial wrath, which no longer you no longer get that focus discount. Um, yeah. You know, and I'm just I, I've got to think about that you know a little bit because I hit bestial wrath and I'm ready to just go to town, knowing that I'm going to be able to fire have all this focus and fire all these shots. And that's just simply not the, the not the case right now. Yeah, one thing I find helpful is. Um... To save your aspect of the wild for when you use Bestial Wrath. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can only use it every second or third Bestial Wrath, but it gives you all that extra focus. So it's sort of like the same thing, but not quite. And that's a good ability, but that too is also what that's on a two minute cooldown. So, you know, you're not going to get that every time. That's what I mean. You, every second yeah. or third Bestial Wrath, you'll get it. Yeah. Yeah. So you won't have it all the time, but but that is that is a useful thing to do. Yeah, and just make sure you go into Beast Your Wrath with the full focus bar and all that stuff. Just so you can take advantage of it. And there's some other stuff to worry about too, like um since Dire Beasts reduce the cooldown, you don't want to you don't want to like waste that cooldown reduction, you know? You wanna if they're both available, you wanna use the Beast Your Wrath first so that the next Dire Beast will actually reduce cooldown. Mm-hmm. So I that was another thing I always ran into where I'd I'd hit it in the wrong order, and then I'd just lose that 15 <laughs> seconds. But you do get yeah. used to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a good point. That's a good point about the the, the sequence there with, with Dire Beast and, and Bestial Wrath. Uh, and, and the other thing to get used to, too, is not having, you know, whereas Cobra Shot, if you need focus, you can just, you know, pop a Cobra Shot today and regen some focus, and that's just simply not the case. You don't have a lot of control um, over that this time around. So as you said, you just can't, you know, you've got to, watch your focus you got to manage it you gotta you just can't go crazy with the cobra shots and hit and just keep going wild with that because you'll like you said you'll 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 definitely run into focus issues if if you do that yep but beyond that i like it i mean i've i've and i've played a little bit with with marksmanship like i said i didn't get a lot of time on it on it this week but that feels different too i like i like sidewinders i think I, i'm enjoying that but i'm not sure about the the rest of that spec so I'm the same with marksmanship. Um, I only really like it with the sidewinders talent. I'm just and what's there? There's another talent too that um, automatically puts all three stacks on when you use sidewinders. I forget what it's called, but that combination. I don't know. I just find it kind of clunky without it. It's just I'm always chasing. You're always chasing hunter's marks and procs and stuff. It feels like I'm always chasing something. I just don't like that feeling. So. Yeah, I'm but I'm gonna give marksmanship a you know a good a good run here and uh, but I'm I'm leaning towards beast mastery I think and I've always enjoyed that as a spec and there there's enough there to make me want to go back out there and I think I'll enjoy it. the dual pets uh, it's fun I like having all those those pets out there that's a, that's a lot of fun they kind of changed bestial wrath's animation a little bit or maybe it's just my settings but it's almost like it seems a little less like big red pet and it's almost like big orange pet. 
I know yeah, it's orange now for sure. I don't know why they did that because it's so iconic to have a big red pet. It is. I know, I've heard some people say they like it. I mean, it's obviously, it's just going to be, you know, personal preference. But I, 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 it just seems a little odd to me. I, I prefer big red over 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 big orange. But yeah, it is definitely big orange pet right now. I don't mind the effect the effect itself. It just I'd rather it be red yeah, than orange. I, I agree. Maybe they can add a glyph or something for that to get the classic bestial wrath. Yeah, yeah, that would be nice. That would that would be nice. But you know, <clears throat> uh, speaking of pets, uh, so last week we went over uh, a lot of new pet stuff, and this week uh, you discovered some more changes uh, to pets that I think worth worth talking over. Um, so mana sabers are a little bit different now than than what they were. They were their own pet family before, and now I believe you you found that they're spirit beasts. Is that right? Yeah, that's the latest build. They're spirit beasts. Um, there was no patch notes or any mention of that, so. I mean, I assume it's intentional, though, because, I mean, I don't know how that would be a mistake, but yeah, they're spirit beasts now. And I think we sort of talked about that a little bit last time, and it it, it, given that they were cats, and a lot of the spirit beasts were cats, it just didn't make sense for them to be their own family. I mean, it wasn't anything, it wasn't clear, you know, what purpose that served. So, so spirit beast is fine. I mean, they were exotic before. Is that yeah. right? Right. Yeah. So right. this doesn't change that any. So you still have to be beast mastery to, to get them. Right. But as you pointed out, they're not rare, correct? So these are just like sort of walk up and, and tame one if you want. Mm-hmm. Yep. So make them the first spirit beast that is just a walk up and tame. Because all the other ones are either rare spawns, challenge tames, or something mm-hmm. like Gera. So that is unusual. And then there, and there's three different colors. There's a blue, uh, indigo, and purple. And they look great. I mean, I'm, you know, definitely, yeah. I really want all three. I don't know that I'll be able to make room for all three. So, <laughs> so it might be one of those things where, you know, if, if they, if they don't change them and they, they make them so they aren't rare spawns, then there's, you know, kind of a throwaway pet. So you could just get one whenever you feel like it and, and then dump it when you don't feel like having it. But they are very cool looking pets. Yeah, you can have a really neat little combination if you have one of each color for your main pet and hottie, and then you get the Mr. Green Saber mount. It looks pretty cool. So, yeah, I look forward to, forward to getting one of those. And then uh, they made some changes to Core Hounds, too. Why don't you talk about what they did there? Yeah, basically they just um, – back at the start of Warlords when they had the 10th anniversary event – and you got the core hound mount. Um, that core hound was just like a much nicer looking core hound. It had like a updated graphics and everything. So they just gave those updated graphics to the regular core hounds. And uh, they just they have new effects and sharper textures. They just look a lot better. Um, it only applies to the orange, green, and the yellow core hound. Not uh, Chromagus or the white one. And that would make sense too, right? I mean, I guess the, unless they wanted to update the the visuals for that, but they were those two were were very visually distinct, as it were. So, yeah, can understand why they wouldn't want to change those. So, so that's good. I don't think people. I I saw a couple of uh, <clears throat> images of them. They, yeah, they look nice. They look they look a little little beefier. They look a little little meaner. I I, I like the change. <clears throat> yeah. And then uh, I'll talk about the the crabs. This was this was hilarious. 
<laughs> yeah, so there's a rare mob in Suramar called Pinch Shank, and if you kill him, he drops an item called the Crab Shank. <laughs> and if you if you summon a a crab pet, like a crab hunter pet, not a battle pet, um, and target it and use the crab shank, it gives your crab a giant knife. <laughs> it's just ridiculous, but it's awesome. I don't know. It's There's hilarious. No, yeah. It's just it's a reference to like some viral video of a crab with with a big blue knife and uh I don't know what else to say. It's just pretty awesome. Yeah, and I've seen that video. You know, just you can go on on YouTube, and it was something that I, I I I can't remember when the video was first released, but it was you know one of those things that went went viral. So this is this is as you say a reference to that, and I think that's fun. Uh, um, so Glacier where Glacier Wolf is asking if it's permanent. Uh, I the item I believe is permanent. It is. But, it uh, it uh, it gives you a one hour buff on the pet, and it has a five minute cooldown, so you can keep it up all the time. So the answer is yes. Effectively, you could you could do that. You just have to remember to to, to reapply it. But uh, yeah, that's fun, and it works with all the all the crab pets, I guess. Any any crab pet. So Every, everyone fun. but Ghost Crawler. Right, right. Because he's unfortunately, a beast. yeah. It just it just goes based off the pet family. Mm-hmm. Though I think for Ghost Crawler, if they if they could somehow make it work for Ghost Crawler, it should turn into like a Nerf bat instead. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Yeah, that's funny. I don't know who. Well, so whoever came up with that idea, that's great. That's a nice little, nice little thing. <clears throat> so, but now it's just an item, though. So, so you have to carry it around in your bags, right? It's not going to be. I guess they couldn't make it a toy. Oh, uh, they. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if they did make it a toy because some of the stuff they've made a toy. This expansion is opens it up. I mean, mm-hmm. right now it's an item, but I won't be surprised if it turns into a toy. Yeah, and Glacier Wolf saying it should be a toy. Yeah, I, I agree that it should be a toy, but I I, I don't know. I'm only cons- maybe it's not. A, maybe there are other things like this, but since it's really a, a hunter only thing, um, you know, does that give hunters like one extra toy towards their achievement counts and, and things like that? But maybe not. Maybe it's not a big deal. Yeah, I don't know. Um, there are pretty. There are some cr- uh, class specific toys. There's a. Uh... I don't know if you saw the one in True Shot Lodge that you can buy. I forget what it's called, but it just summons little little critters to follow you around. Oh, cool. <clears throat> yeah, and, and Glacier Wolf's also saying that there are engineer-only toys. So, yeah, I guess it wouldn't be unprecedented then if you had, you know, little one-offs like this, the toys that just applied to a certain class or profession or something like that. So that, I guess that would be fine. Yeah, it's the kind, and, and maybe it will become a toy, right? You know, this is just, you know, they seem to be doing a pass on what is and is not a toy at this point. Yeah. And it appears to be a hundred percent drop rate. So you can just go up and kill them and you should get it. And it's, it's kind of fun. I just, it makes me want to use crab pets now just because of how ridiculous it looks. Well, I was going to say that too, right? Because I, I, I have one or two crabs, I guess, but I don't really, I hardly ever use them. And including that, you know, that real shiny one, uh, was it, Karkin, Skarkin, I, I can't forget his name, but the, yeah. <laughs> but him, I mean, I, you know, I've got him, but I don't really ever use him, but I might do that if I can give him a stick, a knife in his hand, put a little blade in there for him to, to fight with. <laughs> so that is a lot of fun. Um, 
So what what else? Uh, why don't we talk about professions a little bit? There was a big uh, developer Q and A that dealt with professions. Um, and, and there's some things here that I think that you you noted here that would be worth applying to to Hunter specifically a couple of professions engineering and uh, leather working. Um, so I think you saw that the, the let's see the blood of Sargeras is the new BOP mat that's you said it's going to be used in most recipes. Yeah, and it's um yeah it's it's like the rare mat that most recipes will use um. You can like gatherers have a rare chance of getting it from mining nodes and herb nodes, or and uh, skinning and all that stuff. Um, people who have two crafting professions, they'll have to get it other ways, like world quests and uh, dungeon bosses and stuff like that. So if if you have a uh, one gathering and one um, crafting profession, you might have a bit of a, an advantage for at, the, at least at the beginning. I don't know. But uh, they they kind of emphasize in the Q and A that they don't want you to have to drop one of your professions to to pick up a gathering profession. Mm-hmm. They would rather have gathering professions just be. I mean, they want you to want to be a gatherer, but they don't want you to feel like it's required. If that makes sense. Yeah, that does make sense, and I think that would be good. Like I know I have both engineering and leatherworking on on dark brew on my main. Um, I you know. I've, on alts, I have others, but you know, obviously, if it's going to be BOP, then you know that that does become problematic. And I mean, honestly, I mean, with and I think I even picked up. I want to say I picked up leatherworking, for example, just for warlords or Draenor, even. So I mean, I've, I've I've often, you know, going into one expansion or another, have kind of swapped out uh, professions. But you know, I prefer not to have to do that. Yeah. Um yeah. But I but I am double crafting right now with engineering and, and leather working. Yeah, so am I. And I don't I don't think I plan on dropping either of those. Um so I'm just gonna have to I mean it's a good thing I've been saving gold because I'll be spending <laughs> a lot. <laughs> right. Although you mentioned too, I mean, when you talk about not wanting to drop those, certainly with leather working, I mean, some of the changes are there's no longer gonna be a limit on the crafted armor pieces that you can wear at one time, so which is nice. And yep. I think we also have a note here that says that the crafted armor stat starts at what eight hundred item level eight fifteen and can be upgraded to uh, eight fifty in five yep. level increments. So yep. I was always at the beginning of expansion. That's usually pretty good. Um, do you know if there's recipes like to customize the stats on it, like we we could in Warlords of Draenor? Are they going to continue that? No, this time it's you get random stats when you craft it and you can't re-roll it. But okay, so. but there if part of the system is you want to be destroying um crafted gear anyway because that's how you get obliterum and that is what you use to upgrade the pieces. So say you craft like mm-hmm. 10 10 10 male chess pieces, you pick the one that has the stats you want and then you destroy the other 9 to get obliterum. Okay. Or sell them or whatever. Well, that that makes sense, and that's actually I think that 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 may be pretty pretty decent. Then I guess it sort of depends on how hard it is to make some of these these armor pieces. Though I assume you're going to need that blood of Sargeras, will probably be necessary to craft craft all that arm all those armor pieces that you want. Yeah, you need two two to three depending on the piece. 
Um, which, so knowing that, then you go to engineering and the mecha bond imprint, imprint matrix, which is what you need to be able to tame mechanical pets if you're not a gnome or a goblin. Um, to craft one of those, it costs 20 bloods. So it's 10 pieces of armor. Um, and the recipe for the for the imprint matrix is also pretty rare. So mm. I think in the first few weeks, like this thing is going to be super expensive because you're going to have to like go. An engineer is going to sell this, is going to sell it, and, and not be able to make themselves armor or something else, right? They use, because they use the bloods to make this thing. So it'll be expensive. <laughs> Yeah, that'll be interesting too. And of course, you're going to want to have that as a hunter, especially just to you know, just to be able to a not only just tame those pets, but the, you know that they're, they're some of those those mechanical pets are uh, taming challenges and little puzzles and things like that that we've we've talked about. So it'd be fun to do, right? So you know, you're you're kind of if you don't get that, you're locking yourself out of out of some content specific to to hunters there. So so you absolutely want to be able to have that that ability. So. Uh, but it sounds like, you know, unless you're a gnome or a goblin, you know, you're not going to be able to do that right out of the gate here. So it might, might be a while before you before you seek that out. Yeah, it's not like you can have uh, like an engineering alt or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like something like you'd have in Warlords where you'd have these profession alts. You can't do that now because the, the material is BOP. So you, you'd be taking away from crafting armor or something else to be able to make it. So. Like even myself, like I'm wondering, like well, I don't even know if I'd make it myself right away, just because I'd want to make the armor first, you know. Well, exactly. That's what that's what I'm thinking too. I'd prefer, I'd probably prefer to make the armor. I mean, I guess you could. I mean, the armor pieces are there. There be are they boe? I assume yeah. they're boe. So, yeah. I, I suppose I could take one of my alts who has leatherworking and and skinning, you know, get them leveled up to the point and use that that character to uh craft the armor pieces you could just... but you also you'd also have to play that character relatively yes. seriously because yep. you have to collect all those bloods you can't send them over or anything or buy them right right no exactly that is the downside is you would have to be actively engaged with that character leveling leveling them up almost as you know and spending as much time on on that character as I would my main character. Yeah, and I don't know if I want to do that. But it just it is an option, I suppose. But if you're if you're say something like a a miner an engineer, I mean, you could probably make a lot of gold mm-hmm. selling these things to hunters because um the engineer doesn't really have much to craft in terms of like items like like armor. There's the there's the goggles, but besides the goggles, there's like one one weapon relic and that's really it in terms of power items mm-hmm. so so people who are in those situations will be able to take advantage of it and get lots of gold probably right yeah so there's no weapon like there's no scopes this time around um and there's no new gun to craft yeah. either which makes sense right because of the artifact weapon why would they toss in a yeah a, a engineering gun that you just aren't going to use <laughs> other than for transmog purposes, right? That would really be its only, only value. Yeah. You can, you can craft, like I said, you can craft a weapon relic, but it's not, 
it's not a replacement for a weapon. It's because it's mm-hmm. it's one of three relics that you're going to have in your weapon. So, um, and yeah, like I said, there's just the the goggles, which are now they're actually like head guns. <laughs> they have like little guns on them. So it's pretty funny. <laughs> I always, I always liked having the goggles or, or, of, of some kind, but yeah, it'd be interesting. <clears throat> so uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, I, I'm, I'm I'm inclined to stick with the engineering and leatherworking, um, and not not drop either one. You know, just because it's a pain to have to level up uh, a gathering profession, um, which I, I don't necessarily feel like doing. Although I mean, obviously you can do it, you know, with the current whatever the current level. Uh, nodes and things you could bind you know current ore and or skin mobs and you know you don't get as much materials but at least you can use them to level up and not have to go through that all that all the hassle of going back into the the old low level zones and just you know level up that way that's all out the window now which is great yeah i think as long as you're willing to do a lot of world quests and stuff like that you Mm -hmm. you should be able to get enough bloods to make what you want it's just um it won't be as like free flowing as if you had a craft uh, gathering profession. I mean, it's, the gathering profession does need like some perks, so I guess it's one of them. Yes, yeah, so, no, no, you know who knew? I guess initially, well, maybe I'm wondering too if they'll eventually change that material and make it uh, BOE at some point before the you know later in the expansion as a way to help catch up, or they, they may not. Maybe it'll just stay that. Maybe that will be the crafting material right throughout the whole expansion i don't i don't think they will because they you have to you also have to use those bloods for the obliterum stuff Mm -hmm. to to upgrade gear so it's it's um and they said they're also going to look into other ways for people who have too many bloods to do something with them so it'll probably stay bop and then what's the item level then for the gear that's coming out of the dungeons and the raids? I mean, is this crafted gear going to be on par with that better than that? Um, I want to say that the crafted gear is, it starts off at a uh, heroic dungeon level and then it goes up to uh normal 850 is the max. And that is the mm-hmm. same as normal rating for, I think okay. for the second, for the second raid, I think. So, and but they also hinted at that in future patches they will let you upgrade it beyond that, just beyond like they that. Did in Warlords, yeah. So yeah, you can you can get like if you you know work at it, you can get a lot of pieces of normal raid quality from crafting. Um, obviously, you won't you know get like the set bonuses and stuff like that, but. It is no, nice that's true. To, it is nice to be able to fill things in, especially if you're unlucky. Yeah, and especially if you can get, you know, the the stats exactly um, to where you want them. I think that that's something that's helpful too. Although my, I mean, we won't get any set bonuses right until the second, the second raid right. opens up. So I think initially this this gear might be pretty good to if you can craft, you know, a bunch of it. <clears throat> you could be in a pretty good position. But I think once you once you start raiding, whether whether it's normal or, or heroic or whatever, you know, you tend to get the gear much, much faster that way. And if your, you know, raid team is in a position where you're actually not struggling and, and killing stuff, you know, there's not uh, as much incentive to work as hard to, to to craft a whole bunch of pieces, you know, unless you really get unlucky somewhere with with a particular piece. 
Yeah. So that's good. So I mean, I guess I'll probably stick with with my my profession just because I really don't feel like it's just one less thing to have to have to level <clears throat> once once the expansion hits. So uh, I don't know when it was. It was before the last show. There was uh, the the Blizzard developers had talked about their talent philosophy in Legion, and there was some interesting stuff there. I thought maybe we could go over a few of the few of the points and maybe look at we can look at. Uh, Beast Mastery or something like that, and just kind of see if they've met their goals with with, with their talents. But uh, I won't read the the entire post. It was, was was rather lengthy, but some of the highlights were that what they wanted to do was provide more meaningful choice uh, than before when it when it when it came to talents and uh, customizing you know your gameplay to suit your tastes. And they were moving away from talent rows that contained fleet three flavors of, of the same thing and they were saying there was no hard and fast rules to what make a good talent row or talent tree and you know they said they didn't want to go back to a world where a talent row is about picking which slightly different flavor aoe you want and they were sort of mixing generally useful talents versus specialized talents and then they they said well not every talent row is equally valuable or or nor is it intended to be and maybe if we look at Beast Mastery. Do you, do you, how do you think they, the the talent tree came out, and do you think they kind of met those those goals there with 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 that particular with those particular talents? Um, one, I guess I could say for Beast Mastery, the level thirty tier, I th- I think is pretty good. Um, I think the, all three are pretty good choices, and they all have different uses and. People are going to like them just because of the different styles they offer. So I think they succeeded there. Um, and just I to refresh, real quick, so yeah. And, yeah. And, and the talents on level thirty, you've got stomp, which is when your dire beasts charge in, they will stomp the ground, dealing uh, physical damage to all nearby enemies. So that's that's a, that's an AOE. You had dire frenzy, which uh, replaces dire beast actually and causes your pet to enter a frenzy performing a flurry of five attacks on the target and gaining a 30 percent increased attack speed for eight seconds stacking up to uh three times so basically whatever instead of having a bunch of beasts from dire beast you know everything it's just going to be your pet doing doing all the work and then the third one was was chimera shot which actually will help generate some focus and it pretty much functions the way it does now it's a two-headed shot that hits your primary and another target for nature and frost damage right and i all three of those are pretty nice mics like i i use them all like extensively like mm-hmm. leveling up leveling up a couple times and doing dungeons and stuff like that <clears throat> what i like about stomp is just it turns your darbies to like a weapon it's just really yeah. cool to have them charge in and deal a bunch of damage right at once um yeah. and it's passive too so um you yeah. don't have enough, you know. So that's one less button you would have to push if you if you take stomp, which is something to think about. Yep. And uh, dire frenzy is, well, it just takes your dire beast damage and gives it to your pet basically, um, and then it generates a little bit more focus than dire beast, and that's also instant. So it's just, uh, and the attack speed buff it has other, it also does other things like when you consider like beast cleave. So if you use Dire Frenzy when you're Beast Cleaving, your Beast Cleave is going to do a lot more damage because of that attack speed. Um, and then Chimera Shot is just... That's just like the 
go to. If, like if you if you're confused on what to go, just pick Chimera Shot <laughs> because it's just like it. It's nice having another shot, like because it reduces downtime. Mm-hmm. It's it just gives you another button to press and extra focus, and it's not necessarily more damage now, like it used to be, but not anymore. Mm-hmm. It's, but it's just all three are relatively balanced right now, which is kind of su- surprising. Right. So and I believe, certainly. yeah, and Chimera Shot doesn't cost any focus either. Right. So something, something, something to take into consideration there. And as for uh, a tier that I thought isn't very well done very well is level 45, which you have post haste, far strider and dash um, post haste is what you know it is today. You disengage and get a movement speed buff far strider. Your ability critical strikes have a 10% chance to reset the cooldown of disengage or harpoon. If you're survival. Um, so that thing is just like totally unreliable. Um, like when would you even ever use that? Cause you can't rely like disengage has got a 20 second cooldown. And mm-hmm. so sometime in that 20 seconds, you have to hope that one of your critical strikes is a 10% chance to reset the cooldown. So, so you get a cooldown reset. That's great, but it's not like you can rely on it. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And I think you'd be inclined to, yeah, I, I, I know exactly what you're saying. It's like, you know, so you can't really plan around that occurring, you know? Yeah, so early in the alpha, this talent used to give disengage a second charge, which is so mm-hmm. much better. That was that was a good alternative to post haste, I thought. But anyway, and then the last one is dash, which increases the duration of aspect of the cheetah by three seconds. Yeah. So aspect of the cheetah is a three minute cooldown, gives you a speed boost for like, uh, what is it, twelve seconds in total mm-hmm. or something? So. I don't know. I wouldn't. I mean, that's just bad. I don't know what else to say. I yeah. don't know what you think of these. No, I, I, I'm with you. I mean, I chose post haste pretty pretty quickly, <laughs> and didn't didn't really look back on that. Which is like, yep, yeah, post haste. It just seemed like the sort of an obvious choice there. Um, so yeah, and not a very not not a, not a great. Uh, tier overall but i mean i you know that 60 percent movement speed is helpful you know especially yep. especially in a raid i mean if you disengage you know to get away from something you know and you you want to move back to where you were or something it just just gives you that, that that little movement speed to get around sometimes i'll just you know you sometimes there's this, you pop it just just to have that 60 percent movement speed you know to, to travel somewhere yep and then um you said one of the things they talked about was they wanted um, the the talent each talent tier to not just be, you know, three AOE talents or whatever. Right. Right. I guess they they did succeed in that in a lot of places. It's just the problem is a lot of the choices aren't that great. Like in level sixty, the one with the pack is just it's just really bad. Um, that gives you it grants your wild call a ten percent increased chance to reset the cooldown of Dire Beast and. It's already rare enough that you just I using this talent like so yeah if you run a simulation you're gonna oh yeah I have two point two more dire beasts or something right but when you're when you're playing the game and you have this talent it's just not noticeable at all so I see where they're going with it because it's a totally different um, it's like an extra proc instant compared to the other talents which is like blink strikes mm-hmm. or bestial fury which is just raw damage so. 
the three talents in this tier are they're good because they're so different and they have different purposes but that doesn't matter if like one or two of them are just garbage <laughs> right so it, it, yeah i mean so i mean yeah bestial fury is, is 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 certainly a good choice right i mean you know because like you said you're getting that that increased damage i mean and where's blink Str- i mean that at one point in time was actually kind of a nice nice talent but you're suggesting that it doesn't really compare at this point Oh, Blink Strikes is still it's still decent. It's just um, in terms of raw numbers, I find Beast of Fury is, yeah. is a lot better right now. Um, I mean, I'm yeah. sure Blink Strikes will see some use too in I don't know, maybe PvP or or just I don't know. Some people just like having the pet mobility too. It's not like a bad choice. It's just uh, raw throughput. It's not the best, which makes sense because it also has the blinking. Yeah, yeah, and one with a pack is one that I I I want to like, <laughs> and yeah. I and I I played around with it a little bit, but like you said, I I don't really notice that I'm getting a lot of extra dire beasts out of it necessarily. Um, you know, having it come off cooldown, and I was also trying to look at it from the standpoint, you know, well, all right, if I get this thing resetting the cooldown, is that going to help with uh, any focus issues with with beast mastery? I'm I'm not sure that it makes that big of a difference right now. Well, the other problem with one with the pack is it just emphasizes another problem with Dire Beast and the whole, the whole mechanic of resetting the cooldown, which is a lot of the time when it resets, it only has like a couple seconds left. So mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. it happens and you're just yeah. like, whoop-de-doo. Yeah. Like, wow, I, <laughs> I saved two seconds. Right. So, so if Dire Beast, if the cooldown reset did something else, like for instance when it reset the cooldown, it gave you a second charge of Dire Beast so that you would always get to use it. Then this talent might be a little better, you know? But, right. And then you also have to take into consideration what we talked about earlier, you know, depending on where uh, Bestial Wrath is in, in the thing, you know, even though you've reset the cooldown on Dire Beast, you may not want to pop it right away because you might want to wait, you know, you know, your Bestial Wrath may be in a second or two of coming off cooldown potentially, and you might want to wait. <laughs> Yeah, to pop that to, to to take advantage of the synergy that exists there. So, what did you think of the new stampede? I like it. I, I like the fact that it um, spawns some cool looking rand, random pets, and I just like seeing them just kind of go boom, boom, boom. You know, streaking off toward towards the target. I like it that side. But it, I'm trying to think. Does it? It doesn't follow the target though. It goes to the like if the target moves. Is that I haven't really experienced that yet, but I'm just wondering if the target moves, if that's going to be a problem. Are you going to miss out on Stampede at all? Oh yeah, you'll definitely miss yeah. out. So, so it does. So, I mean, that's what I'm saying. It doesn't, doesn't. It just kind of. It is. It, it is. Doesn't, I mean, it doesn't really attach itself to the the target per se. Like, I mean, it's it's like you, they sort of go to wherever the target was when you called the ability. Not even that. They go to where you were. Your character was facing. Okay. When you cast it. Oh, I missed so that you, entirely. I apologize. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So if if you were um, sideways facing the boss, it's it's not going to head towards the boss. It's going to head directly out in front of you. Mm. Um. So, but the thing is, Stampede. It's really it's really strong. So yeah, I can see why there is a downside to you know the target potentially moving out. Um. Because if it does stay in, you you do reap the benefits. Like yeah. it's a lot of damage. 
and it's also AOE damage now too. It's not like the the current stampede, um, where it summons copies of your other pets. So, so no, I liked it a lot. I like the the animation. You sort of feel a little bit like like you know Tarzan or something, just just calling out these 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 beasts from the wild to to come come and attack and and literally stampede like that. So, so I think it was a good change. I mean, compared to just calling the the pets you had in your stable. And we have you know opportunities now uh, to see more of our pets, uh, our stable pets make an appearance. You know as we're as we're fighting. So, uh, yeah, I, I like this 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 talent, and I really haven't played too much with the other the the killer cobra or the aspect of the beast. I mean, I think I'm probably just going to go with stampede um, for this yeah. level 100 tier. Hmm. Yeah, and that's a lot of the. A lot of these talent tiers too. They they all seem to have like a set and forget choice. Um, so, so for people who are just having trouble playing the game, or exactly, exactly, they have trouble multitasking, like boss mechanics and rotations. Um, sorry, I'm not against having options like that. Um, no, I I don't either. Um, as long as they're not all like the best choice, you know what I mean. Yes, yeah. Anytime they have like, a, as you say, a best choice, you just you're gonna gravitate that to that instantly and not 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 think twice. I mean, I guess back to one of their other points. Then when they say customizing your gameplay to suit your tastes, I don't. I mean, I guess they've done that a little bit here with the talents. I mean, certainly, I, I find that if you're struggling with focus a little bit, there there are you know some options you could you could choose, right? I mean, to to help out with that. Yeah. Like, like dire stable, for example, um, you know, versus you know, say way of the cobra, where you could just uh, go for, go for damage. I, it is worth noting, though, that way of the cobra and dire frenzy kind of cancel each other out, if you will. They 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 don't work well together. <laughs> you shouldn't you don't you definitely want to take those two together. Whereas way of the cobra cobra shot deals ten percent increased damage for every pet or guardian you have active, whereas dire frenzy replaces dire beast so you're not going to have as many many pets floating around so that that those two are while you can take them both not a good combination yeah and that's that's i think that's the only really um dire frenzy it does work with everything else that's just like the one outlier where it's uh, not optimal Mm -hmm. and everything else that works with dire beast works with it so that's good yeah and what's the other one on here? Big game hunter. We don't really talk about that much. Increase the critical sh- strike chance of your auto shot and cobra shot by fifty percent on targets who are eighty above eighty percent health. I, I I don't know about that one. I'm not really that didn't have a lot of appeal to me. Yeah. So first of all, it's just a little bit of extra damage, not much, but mm-hmm. from the crits. But I guess if you had a fight where there's constantly new targets spawning with you know a decent amount of health mm-hmm. it could be it could be beneficial because those extra crits you're going to get more dire beast resets right but it's kind of it's really it seems pretty specialized i don't know i think in most cases i'd want one of the other two yeah i th- I think so too i mean you know and like i said dire you know and it may be initially out when you're when you're when you're getting Familiar with the new Beastmaster, you know, Dire Stable might actually be a good choice just because of the additional focus uh, that you get. Yeah. You know, and you combine that with, with, say, Chimera Shot again, you know, 
that you know it's, it's just a good way to keep your help keep you out of, of focus trouble initially and we haven't really talked much about the level 90 tier where you've got murder of crows barrage and then volley which um if you haven't seen volley's different i mean then it's not the old volley that you were used to back in uh burning crusade or in war or wrath of the, the lich king so yeah. i think you, you you nailed it when you said it's what re- it's basically the old uh incendiary ammo from exotic munitions that's basically what they've done with it pretty much so now that now when you have it active it consumes extra focus so every time you basically you activate volley and then every time you auto shot your auto shot shoots some little extra arrows around the target and damages them for a little bit of damage and it consumes three focus for every auto shot um and obviously you can turn it off if you don't want to consume that focus but it's yeah. uh it's the set and forget option right and that's the thing it's not an ability that you're gonna cast and be on a cooldown it's it's something that you toggle on and off so just some, something to think about so you'd have some control over there right especially if you're not in like in a aoe situation perhaps maybe you don't want to want to want to take advantage of it but and then barrage and a murder of crows are, are are what they are now and i think they're, they're both good talents i think what a murder of crows obviously lends itself i think to well i mean is it just single talent or i mean you know you get that reset on mobs that that die so it's not the worst thing if you've got a lot of a lot of targets around but yeah it's uh it's i'd say it has uses for both single target and you know several targets not like tons of targets but uh it's uh it does like a ton of damage like single target mm-hmm. so it's definitely worth it for that and barrage um barrage is still the good all-around thing it's good for everything <laughs> yeah and that's always just been a fun ability i mean i've always i always enjoyed barrage um you know so and just to refresh so what so you know, now we've got these talents is that we have come up with some things that are there, there's some good options and there's definitely some things you could use situationally. The, the, the challenge is going to be resetting them. Right. I mean, and I think there's going to be what is the item now that they have? So when you're in a raid, I think you will have some opportunities to do it. I just think you'll need some sort of item in order to. In order to reset it, and I, I can't remember where it comes from, if it's a crafted item yeah, it's crafted well, by scribes. The scribes, that's right. So yeah, so scribes will be able to craft it. And I know they talked about it being such that you probably wouldn't be running around with uh, stacks and stacks of it, but that it was going to be more group oriented. So yeah, um, I mean the fact that you can, if you're just out in the world doing stuff, when you if you queue into a dungeon or LFR, as soon as you get in there, you'll have an opportunity to switch your talents. So you don't have to worry about that. Um, and as for normal raiding uh, or mythic dungeons or something like that, I think it's just going to be expected that people have these things on them. It's just going to be kind of another gold sink. Yeah, I think so. I think you'll you'll definitely have to do it. I mean, it's not like I guess they're just going to make it a little harder to to obtain or you know than the the, the tomes that we have now. But it would but but you'll probably want to plan to do it. Maybe. Well, we just have to see. Maybe you won't be doing it for every single trash pull per se, but you'll probably want to. You, you know, you're going to have to be able to tweak your talents. 
for individual boss fights for sure. Yeah. But yeah, it, it is it is definitely different with these talents. I mean everything's every Beast Mastery is very different. I'm still still getting used to it. I keep still keep waiting to, you know, proc uh, or you know, cast uh, focus fire and you know that stuff like that is just completely gone. <laughs> So I think that's all we really have for today. I mean, that was we covered we covered quite a bit, and uh, come back in a couple of weeks and see if there's any any updates going on in in Legion, and maybe maybe do a preview. Maybe we'll take a look at uh, what's going on with some of the simulations. Like I said, uh, I don't think we'll have the Ask Mister Robot folks on next show, but possibly we're looking at the show after that, so close to the end of July, and by then we may even know when. Uh, the Legion pre-patch is, is going to arrive. Well, two shows from now is, uh, let's see. I think it's the 24th, right? It's almost two shows. It's like a month from now. I think the pre-patch will be out by then. Either, either the, it'll be out the week before that or that week, mm -hmm. I think. So yeah, I agree. They probably want to give close to a month, right? Uh, before they, they, before Legion launches. Yeah. Even longer because it's kind of a bit of a bigger patch. Plus, you can play the Demon Hunter early and stuff like that. True, true. All right. So, well, on that note, you have been listening to episode 240 of the Hunting Party Podcast. I'm Dark Brew from thebrewhall.com and the Brew Hall on Twitter. I'm Ben Dak from Eyes of the Beast, Blizzard Watch, and Ben Dak Wow on Twitter. All right. Check us out on iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher, or our. Or, or add our RSS feed to your, your reader, and we'll have these links available on the show notes, or in the show notes. <laughs> uh, let's see. If you have a question or topic you would like us to abstain from on the show, that's how true is that, email us at huntingpartypodcast at gmail.com or send us a tweet at huntingpartypod. And on that note, stay thirsty, my friends. Remember to drink your dark blue lager. Keep your eyes on the beast. Um, is it my turn? It is your turn. Oh, darn. I know, it's confusing. You have like... <laughs> For Azeroth, gnomes, and everything else. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right. really looking forward to the gnomes. Yeah, the gnomes will be fun. I don't, I'm going to have to figure out, I don't have a, at least on my main server, I don't have the character slot to, to do a gnome. I'm doing a, try, making my dwarf over into gnome. Mm -hmm. So... I may do that. That might be what I consider is taking one of my existing hunters and just converting, ch changing them into a gnome. Uh, do we miss a couple of questions from the chat there? That um, I just saw we them. Did I was just noticing them now, and I apologize. Yeah, so maybe, maybe I was going to say something, and then you started the outro. Oh, so oh you should have said always something. Do them that's in that's post. okay. Well, we'll do them now, and then that'll be that. That's how we roll. <laughs> uh, from Glacier Wolf, he was saying, how much are the artifacts going to affect rotations with abilities like Rapid Killing and Bullseye as examples from Marksman? Uh, that is a good question. I, I don't know. I mean, let me go pull up something here Yeah. to see the artifacts, artifact weapon calculator. And pull Hunter. And I guess I should look at Marksmanship since that's what you're asking about. Because <laughs> I thought there wasn't a lot of instant, like there wasn't any yeah, marksmanship abilities per se. Yeah, it's a lot of adding extras to your existing mm -hmm. 
like one of them adds to aim shot, one of them adds to mark shot, and then the bullseye that was mentioned. Um, that's sort of like a replacement for kill shot, just in its its execute damage, but in a different way. Um, every attack you make against someone that's below twenty percent, you get a three percent chance. Uh, 3% increased critical, critical strike chance that stacks up to 30 times. So I don't think that would really change your rotation. Um, same with rapid killing. That's uh, When true shot's active, your critical strike damage is, is increased. Again, I don't think that would actually change your rotation that much. Um, mm-hmm. that then Any more than true shot already would. You know what I mean? Obviously, with true shot, you'll be getting off more aim shots, and you have more focus regeneration. But in terms of beast mastery, there is a little bit of change because there is uh, there is one active ability that I guess changes your rotation a little bit. It's called Titan's Thunder. It basically it's a one minute cooldown. You activate it. It's a single target DPS cooldown, and all of your pets that are active. Or Dire Beast, Hottie, and your main pet discharge electricity into their target um, over eight seconds. Mm-hmm. So that's just something you probably, again, you want to stack with Beast of Wrath. I would think so. I mean, you know, in, you know, part of the problem, the challenge with that is going to be, of course, I mean, do you want to save it for every Bestial Wrath or, uh, you know, since the cooldown of Bestial Wrath can be reduced, they're, they're not going to, they'll line up initially. On, on pull, for example, but I don't know that they'll always line up. Right. There'll probably be some kind of sweet spot where if Beast of Wrath has X seconds left on its cooldown, then you can hold off and wait, mm-hmm. you know? It'll probably be something like that. Yeah, or that's, I guess, I guess the chances of what Beast of Wrath would probably come off cooldown first, since it's the, that's the one that's having its CD reduced. So the question is, do you, you're going to want to hold off Beast of Wrath and line it up with this as much as you can? I guess it depends on how how close they end up being. I don't know. I doubt you'd want to hold off on Beast of Wrath that much. Um, mm-hmm. And even Titan's Thunder, probably not that much. Maybe if like Beast of Wrath has... I'm just, I don't know what the exact number will be, but let's say if Beast of Wrath has less than 20 seconds left, then maybe you should hold on to it or something like right. that. Um, other than... Yeah, the other, the other two for Beast Mastery, they don't really change the... Rotation, they do add a lot though. Like the Master of Beasts, which makes Hottie have kill command and Beast Cleave and mm-hmm. Beast of Wrath. That's, well, I guess that's another to- topic, but worth bringing up anyway is that when you're leveling up your artifact, it's probably best to go for Master of Beasts first. Just because it's, it'll give you more overall damage than going for Titan's Thunder first. So there's two paths. There's like upper path mm-hmm. and a lower path. Um, yeah. The way I see it is that I just did like some rough testing with like simulation craft and stuff, and it seems like taking that upper path is going to be the most DPS. So you go up, you take Master of Beasts, and then you take uh, Surge of the Storm God. The downside is you lose the single target damage from Titan's Thunder, but you get more overall damage taking this route, I think. 
and that makes sense and you know keep in mind too you eventually you'll have all of these regardless but yeah that that's probably that does sound like a pretty sound path uh to, to start off with it seems to make a lot of sense there <clears throat> i like the fact that it turns hattie into a to a better pet anyway yeah so do we have any other questions? Uh, Garbwire has asked, had he had time to look at the new transmog? Will the same male... Some male becoming some, plate. Oh, some male becoming plate and hunter only. Um, I think I saw something this week saying that they're going to make an effort to, to make sure that any appearances that are mm-hmm. being affected by the, the male to plate... Um, change you should still be able to keep them as a male appearance i don't have the full details on that but i know they're aware of it all right yeah so stay tuned on that i'm not we're not sure i know they're still they posted something about the transmog system in general and they're still making tweaks to what you can and can't be there so it's uh, they mentioned that at this point in time it's still very much a work in progress so but their goal was, you know, if you can transmog into it today, you should be able to transmog into it going into to Legion. Was was their was, at least that's what their goal is. You know, we'll see. Yeah. You know, so we'll see if it makes it there that way to live. But I do like the new transmog system. I think it's I think that's going to be nice. It's no, nothing else. It frees up so much so much storage space. It's unreal. <clears throat> and almost everybody, when people ask, "What are you most excited for?" transmog and bag space are mm. like the top two things almost all the time so i'm pretty sure they're aware that they really need to not mess that one up yes well, i think they're I wonder, okay with the bags but what would be the next thing that fills up our bags because i remember at the start of warlords i was like oh my god i have like 93 yes. bag slots and now it's it's gone again <laughs> yep exactly it was like that i mean right they 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 came up with so much stuff to fill the fill the bags up i i don't know i mean this to me this is uh, i don't know, given the fact that my bags seem to be filled up mainly with yeah, that's true. gear it's mostly transmog stuff though that's 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 filling up my bags right now so yeah i have a little less worried about like it dungeons and raids like gold raids for gold and, and uh, transmog stuff I'm full. I can't. <laughs> I'm just like sitting here just waiting with all this stuff just exploding out of every nook and cranny. Yeah, plus a bunch of my characters have uh, salvage crates that I have yet yeah. to open. <clears throat> I hope that when they do that that they're not going to nerf the salvage crates before they put in the transmog thing. Because I've got tons of those things that I'm just waiting to, you know, unlock. I Well, I mean... Whenever they're they... nerfing. Sorry, they're not nerfing the existing ones that you already have. The new salvage crates will be nerfed. Yeah. I knew they were changing something, and obviously, whenever that pre-patch goes is when, you know, you would expect the change to... all those changes to go into effect. Yeah. I just, you know, I've got hundreds of boxes, so it's going to be like a loot day for me. So, I just didn't want to have the them all suddenly turn into junk boxes on me. That'd be sad. It would be you sad. You know what I think will be worth decent gold on the auction house is bracers. Because no one keeps bracers. And I've got bracers. 
And they need a hundred of them to get that achievement. Oh, that's right. The achievement. I was thinking about that too. Cause I always get rid of the bracers, right? They're right at there with like rings and necks. And cause you know, you, I, I think in very few instances do they, they, they matter yeah. in terms of appearance. Well, you get some by doing by, you know, when you get all your old quest stuff that you never took. Right. So you'll get that. So it might not be hard if you've been playing WoW a long, long time. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a good point there. Um, and I guess the only other thing I would say is probably, you know, uh, hang on to all your gear until the pre-patch drops. You know, you don't want to risk, don't vendor stuff now. I mean, I don't, I'm not sure if it'll matter or not. It probably it might, though. I mean, you know, you don't want to take that risk. <laughs> yeah, it's of vendoring the hard some tier part gear is, or something. And the hard part is oh. getting it on the right character because if like. If it's on my cloth wear, but it's a leather item, then it doesn't count. So I have to make sure that I loot it on my on my you mm-hmm. know my brogue or something. So that's helping me a little bit because there's no point in me keeping a really awesome plate, glove or legs, you know, if I'm on my hunter, so it's not going to count. Yeah, someone who only really plays hunters is kind of at a disadvantage there for for getting these achievements because True. I mean I've collected a lot of transmog, but I still only have like I think on the PTR I saw like I had like seventy or eighty of some of the slots, but a lot of the slots were less than that. So just because I don't you know, I haven't done much questing on other armor classes. Yeah, for hunters, I'm obviously in good shape. Yeah, the other classes, not 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 as much. <laughs> There's probably a lot of old crafted stuff, maybe that that you could collect from old mm-hmm. sets of things. Or maybe not. Um, that's a good question. I think if you want the achievements fast, you just go on like. If you can get yourself like a decently leveled like cloth or plateware, and then just go to the auction house and buy BOEs and <laughs> equip them. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think we've covered most of the questions for today, so we've done the outro. So I think we're I think we're pretty much done. I do have to get rolling here myself. So, <laughs> all right. Have a good one. All right, again. All right. Well, we'll see you next time. Probably have a full house then, and we'll we'll see you in a couple weeks. All right. Okay, see, see you. Direct. 
Nixia, 